Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. (laughs) I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. You know, whenever I ask you guys what the number one struggle you have when it comes to building your blog and your online business, the overwhelming answer I get is about traffic. Leslie, how do I get people to come to my blog? Since if you build it, they will not necessarily come. I'm going to, for the very first time, outline all of the exact steps I took to build traffic to my biology blog. More specifically, I'm going to show you how I get over 50,000 monthly visitors to my blog using free traffic strategies. There are exactly 10 things that I've done, and I'm going to share them all with you on this podcast. That is what I'm going to talk about today. Man, this is such a hot topic. This is the question that I probably get asked the most out of every question that I get asked. And I get asked a lot of questions when it comes to blogging. But, you know, a lot of people get into blogging and they they see what others have done and they think, you know what, if I build this blog and I, and I have a great idea and I put some great content out there, I'm going to get a ton of traffic and that is not the case. So I want to talk about what I've done. Now, in this episode, these, this is what I'm going to cover. Number, I, I'm, at first, I have two questions that were called into the hotline. And I'm going to answer those two questions. The first is from Norma, and it has to do with turning your WordPress blog into an e-commerce site. And then the second question comes from Scarlett from the Teen Babble blog, and she has a question directly related to this topic. She has a question about traffic, and I'm going to answer that question, and I'm going to answer that question at the end of what I have to say about traffic generation. So I'm going to go into my strategies first. Well, first I'm going to take Norma's call, then I'm going to go into my strategies, and then I'm going to answer uh, Scarlett's call. But before we get into it, I want to let you know that this episode of Learning with Leslie is brought to you by the 10 free videos on how to become a blogger over at freebloggingvideos.com. Go there and learn to get your blog up and running fast so that you can create content that inspires others and even change the world. That's at freebloggingvideos.com. All right, so that is that. Now let's get into today's stuff because I got a lot to cover. So we're going to start with Norma's question first. So take it away, Norma. Hi, Leslie. This is Norma Hamilton. How are you doing today? I was on um, on the Internet, and I just so happened I came across the site. It's called GetShopped.org, and it's a WordPress e-commerce site. And I was really surprised. 
and it was trying to choose which WordPress e-commerce plugins to use. And I mean, you can turn your WordPress um, uh, into e-commerce using these plugins. And I was really surprised. You have to purchase the upgrade, I think it's saying. You're 100% protected with your security and everything. It has FedEx and it has a shopping cart. I mean, it has all the plugins. So I said, wow, this is how you turn, uh, which is what I want to do. I really want to turn my blog into an e-commerce type blog or a website. I've really always been interested in having a website, but the blog seems like a good idea too. So could you uh, uh, answer that question? Let me know if you know about the WordPress e-commerce plugins, and maybe you could also do a, um, a CD or a DVD or um, a video on on how to use them, or you know, if you do a, a pay pay uh, for CD or DVD, I would be very interested in, in in purchasing that too. And I plan to purchase your whole uh, 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 set of uh, how to do how to become a blogger. I just have to get my money together. But anyway, you have a great day, and thanks for the the great ten lessons. I am going to set up my blog, and then I'm going to buy the rest of the the lessons so I can find out how to become a fantastic blogger. So, bye. Have a great day once again, and thanks. <laughs> I just love that, Norma. I just love your enthusiasm. I love what you had to say. You know, I'm glad you found value in the 10 free videos. And I hope to see your blog up and doing some great things in the future. Um, so to answer your question, now, I'm not sure what specific plugins you saw. Um, there's so many. One of the things I love about WordPress is that there's so many different plugins out there for, for just about anything you want to do. And you can expand the functionality of your blog to do just about anything. Really, if you can think it, uh, there is more, more more than likely a WordPress plugin out there that does it. So, you know, what, don't be surprised to find these types of things because there are so many different types out there. Now, when it comes to turning your blog into an e-commerce platform so that people can come there and add things to their shopping carts and purchase physical products or even digital products and all that kind of stuff, the one plugin that I have experience with that I really and truly love and it's a free plugin, so that's always good. It's called WooCommerce, W-O-O, Commerce. And that is from WooThemes. Um, if you go to becomeablogger.com slash WooThemes, that's going to take you to the WooThemes website. They have a bunch of themes, premium themes that I use personally. But they also have this WooCommerce plugin. And this is one that I just started using um, over on one of my partner sites, uh, CassandraBakai.com. Actually, if you go to Cassandra Bakai, Cassandra, I'll link to this in my, um, in my show notes. But if you go to CassandraBakai.com and you click on Hair Products, it's going to take you to um, a, a section on her website where you can purchase hair products that she's made. And this is all handled by WooCommerce. It's done very well. I mean, it's a free program, so 
<laughs> there's really no nothing to stop anyone from getting it so you can go there and check it out becomeablogger.com slash woo themes um, it's a great plugin great functionality and it does exactly what it seems that you are trying to do uh, so I hope that answers your question I hope you got value from that and um, I just want to remind all of you, if you have a question uh, that you want to ask and you want me to answer it on the podcast, you can always call the hotline. The number is 888-835-2414. That's my beautiful wife there singing that for you. So you can always call that number and I will be happy to answer your call, your question on the podcast. All right. So let's get into the topic for today. How I get over 50,000 monthly visitors to my blog using free traffic sources. I have never used any paid traffic sources um, for my blog to, to build it to where it is today, and it is reaching a ton of people. Um, and I want to go through every single thing that I can remember that I did uh, to drive traffic to my blog and kind of go through it in sequence in terms of how I did it, when I did it, and and whether it was effective, whether it was not effective. I'm going to go into all of those details for you. But before I talk about those strategies, first things first, I need to let you know this because this is really um, the most important part. And that is your content. If you have a blog, your content must be great content. It must be valuable content. Because if it's not valuable content and you go there and, and something happens and you get a ton of people to come, um, one day something happens and you get a lot of exposure and a lot of people come and your content is crappy, the people are not going to stick and your traffic is going to go right back down. So your content and this is the assumption that I am making as I go into these uh, different steps that I've taken and, and, um, and, and tell you how to do them. My assumption is, that, and this is a huge assumption, that your content is awesome stuff. It is extremely valuable. The second thing is you need to have a unique selling proposition. Why in the world, if there are so many millions of blogs out there, why in the world would I come to your blog? What makes your blog unique? You need to decide on that. And that's something that some, it, sometimes it takes a while to really decide and come into um, what exactly is making your blog different from the others. Now, for me, I, I've started focusing on short biology videos that take really, really complicated topics in biology and break them down in very simple ways so that anyone can understand them. When I started this blog, I, I did not see any blog like that uh, out there. And maybe there were, but I just weren't, I, I, I couldn't find them. Um, where there's just one person just talking and teaching and showing on a screen how to break down these concepts in a way that even someone in elementary school can understand neuroscience. That was my unique sell um, selling proposition. That was my USP. So your content must be valuable and you have to have some kind of a unique angle. And if you have those, then you can go ahead and use these traffic strategies that I'm going to talk about, and it will start to bring traffic to your blog if you do it right. Okay, so traffic strategy number one. 
I wanted to deal with this first, and I'm going to talk a significant amount about this because really this is what get me going. Now, when it comes to getting a ton of traffic to your site, the easiest way to get a ton of traffic um, to your site is to get linked to from high traffic sites. Instead of trying to build the traffic from scratch, you want people that already have the traffic to send that traffic your way. Now, there is a right way and a wrong way to do this. And I've spoken about this in a previous episode, but I want to re-emphasize it and show you one specific example of how I did this. Once again, I made sure I had great content and it was I had a unique angle. Then I'm going to talk about one specific uh, example uh, where I found a biology site that was extremely popular and I loved what that individual was doing and I wanted that individual to link to my site. Now I get a lot of emails from people that want me to link to their sites um, and they go about it the wrong way. I want to read to you the email that I sent her and I want you to pay attention to what I'm saying. So this is what I said in the email. And it's somewhat long, but I want to go through it because it's so important. My name is Leslie Samuel, and I'm a high school science and math teacher who loves the content of your website. So many great resources and labs that I've used in my class to enhance what I'm doing. I love how you have integrated technology with what you do because I really think it enhances the learning experience for students. I'm also, on, well, actually before I move on, what did I do there? I am talking about her site and the value that the site brings, the value that I have personally found in that. Okay, keep that in mind. Then I say, I'm also an internet marketer who has been doing a lot of stuff with WordPress and building on businesses online, and I love that you have yours in WordPress now. There are many advantages to doing this, as you have spoken about on your blog. What am I doing there? I'm, I'm showing that individual that I am paying attention to what they're doing because I know that they spoke about WordPress and the switch that they did um, to WordPress recently. And um, that just shows I'm paying attention. Okay, and then I go on to say, since I've been doing so much online and have learned so much about WordPress, I've decided to give back in a, in a way similar to what you have been doing. And since making that decision, I've started my own blog at... And this, at this point, the URL was different. It was leslie-samuel.com, where I will be doing something similar to what you have been doing. However, I will be using a lot of video. I'm doing screencasts of all my lectures and videos on how to do different activities with custom animations and provide it freely to my, for my students and for other students and teachers to enhance what they are doing in their classes. Right there, I'm emphasizing how what I'm doing is a little different. There's a unique selling proposition. And then I continue. The reason I'm contacting you, and this is the important part. Pay attention here. This is important. The reason I'm contacting you is because I would love if we could work together. I've enjoyed what you do so much and see that you have been well-established as an authority site for teaching resources, and I believe that we can help each other out significantly by forming some kind of partnership. Now pay attention. Because I'm heavy into internet marketing, I have a lot of knowledge and resources that work well with WordPress and people that I work with that are extremely good at designing. I do believe that there's a lot that can be done to enhance the end user experience at your blog and would be willing to help you out with that 
with that in exchange for you linking to me as a good resource for biology video tutorials in a prominent place. I would love to chat with you sometime about the possibility. In terms of the tech stuff, I can pretty much help you get anything done with your blog and would be willing to do so because I think your blog provides tremendous value. Also, if you're looking for ways to enhance your blog, I can help you out with that. In other words, I would really like to partner with you in some way because I think our blogs would make a good team. We could work on putting together some animations to explain some of the concepts on your site. If you wanted a logo design, that could be done or even a more user-friendly theme. Also, if you're interested in other ways of monetizing your site besides Google AdSense, we can work on those kinds of things. And I, I say a few more details there. But really, what am I doing here? I am not coming to her and saying, hey, I want you to link to my site. I am saying, I love what you're doing and I want to provide value for you. And I gave specific ways in which I wanted to help her out. And you know what? She responded relatively quickly and said, um, wow, that's great. Uh, it seems that you've put, a, I can tell that you've put a lot of love into your blog. I don't know how we can work together as of right now, but for now, I'm going to link to your site. And then she wrote a blog post linking to my site. And that was the catalyst for getting a lot done. Why? Because that was an authority site in Google. It had a page rank, I think, at the time of about six. That is significant. And when she linked back to me, number one, it brought traffic to my site. In the first month, I think it brought 234 visits. And it went up to about, you know, between four and 500 visits in a month. Now, that might not seem like a huge number, but that quality link was was a way of indicating to Google that this is a legitimate site. And then it also resulted in other sites linking to me. And it 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 had really, you know, it I I could I could tell when she started linking to me, I started getting more traffic from Google, from the search engines and and my traffic started increasing significantly because of that. I want you to know that the best way to get traffic once again is to get it from people that already have it. But but in contacting them and trying to get a link from them, it's not about what they can do for you. It's about what you can do for them. Now, you may not be able to do what I was able to do for that person, uh, but there's something that you have that is unique that you can offer to someone else. Think about that. And when you approach someone to link back to your site, Think about what you can do for them and present it in that way and you'd be surprised at what can happen. All right, I spend the most time on that because I think that is extremely significant. Getting links back from high traffic site really can give you that boost in the right direction. So that's number one, getting links back from high traffic sites. Second thing I did is I focused on YouTube. I was making very short, descriptive videos. The titles of the videos were very descriptive. YouTube is the number two search engine in the world. And people go there to find all kinds of information and all kinds of tutorials and all that stuff. So I know that by positioning myself in YouTube, making great videos with a call to action at the end where I say, if you want more videos like this and other resources to help make biology fun, visit the website, visit the website at interactive-biology.com. 
there is that call to action. And the more videos I put there, the more views I get. And the more views I get, the more people get exposed to my call to action and the more people visit my site. It's a beautiful thing. Lastly, I make sure to include in my description, the first thing I put in my description is the URL to my website so that if someone comes and they watch my video, they can click on that link and come directly back to my site. Now, YouTube is the number two uh, traffic source to my website because I get so many views on YouTube and people end up coming directly to my website as a result of YouTube. So strategy number two, marketing on YouTube. Strategy number three, I started posting in biology forums. I found two biology forums and I started posting there. And in my signature, there was a link back to my site. And what I made sure to do was to add value in those forums. Someone asked a question and I knew the answer. I would respond. It wasn't about going there and saying, hey, visit my site. It was about going there, being helpful, and then as a result of that, getting people to be curious about who I am and, and, and come back to my biology blog um, to, to, to consume the resources, and that was another source of traffic. So that's the third thing I, do, I did. The fourth thing that I did, and this was also significant, it's similar to the first where I try to get people to link back, but I did it in a different way. Um, at, th at this point, I had a virtual assistant, and what I had my virtual assistant do was go and find a ton of biology websites. And they would go to the biology websites, get the contact information, and put it in a spreadsheet. So I had a spreadsheet with hundreds of biology sites. Then... Either myself or my assistant would contact those sites, letting them know about my blog, letting them know what, what was unique about it and um, how, how I believe, how we believe it can add value to their audience. So we contacted all of those individuals, as many as we could find, letting them know about the site and how it added value and how it could complement what they were doing. Now, as a result of that, some of the sites ended up linking to me. Many of the sites did not end up linking to me. But it was okay because I started getting traffic from the sites that were linking to me. Because those people saw that what I had was valuable, what I had was unique, they were more than happy to link to my website. And because it's an educational website, I even got links back from um, sites that were .edu, which carries even more authority. So strategy number four, make a list of a ton of sites in your niche and start contacting them in a friendly way offering value, letting them know how th what you're doing can complement them and ask them if they'd be interested in linking back to you, especially sites that are linking back to a bunch of other sites. There are, there are sites that have uh, like resource pages where they link to a bunch of sites in their niche. And if you can get on one of those sites, that's great because if those sites have traffic, you can get traffic back to your site. So that's the fourth strategy contacting other sites to get them to link to you. It's not going to be it's not going to be necessarily a source of a ton of traffic, but you will see that people will if you're, you what you're offering is valuable, people will start linking to you and that will bring traffic back to your site. The fifth thing that I did was I found biology and educational directories 
and I submitted my site, my blog, to those directories. Now, a directory is a site that just lists a bunch of sites around a particular topic. And in many of these directories, uh, you can just submit your site and it will automatically show up in their database. What does that do? Well, it gets you a link back to your site. What does that do? If the site has a lot of traffic, that will start bringing traffic back to your site. So if you can find directories that are in your niche or related to your niche and submit your sites to those directories, you'd be surprised. You might get a few hundred visitors. You might get no visitors, but you might get a thousand visitors and you might get valuable backlinks to your website. So that's strategy number five. Strategy number six, I started a Facebook page for my interactive biology blog and I started posting and interacting with um, the people that liked that page on a regular basis. Now, this is something that I outsource now. My assistant does that every day, um, posting interesting pictures, posting interesting information, asking simple questions to get people to chime in and answer. And the key is just increasing engagement. Because if you can get an engaged audience on Facebook, when you have a link to share uh, and uh, to, to, to get people to come back to your website, they are going to be more likely to click on that link and return to your blog. Okay, so start a Facebook page. That's what I did. And I posted regularly. I engaged with people. Um, what, a few things that work very well for posting on Facebook would be things like, uh, you know, fill in the blank. Um, for example, my favorite topic in school, what my favorite subject in, in school was, and then you leave a blank space for, so that your audience can interact and start answering that question and, and, or start filling in that blank and you can get some good engagement that way. This was something that um, uh, in the beginning, I didn't know how effective it would be, but Facebook has over uh, close to a billion members. <laughs> People that are interested in your niche are on Facebook. Um, so this is something that I started to do, and now Facebook is one of my heavy referrers to my blog. All right, the seventh thing that I did, um, I almost hesitated to mention this because, well, for whatever reason, but I decided, you know what, it is something that I did to get traffic, and it did result in a significant amount of traffic. Interesting story. You ready for it? All right, this is how it goes. One day, I called into the Leo Laporte show, um, uh, the tech guy. Leo Laporte is a technology, um, uh, not journalist, but a, he, he, he owns a podcast network, a network of different shows uh, related to technology, and he has one show called The Tech Guy. Now, I called in to ask a question about Creative Commons licensing because I wanted to know some of the details on you know, how, how that license works. I'm not going to go into all those details. But in the discussion, um, I told him that I was working on a biology website uh, where I teach biology. He got so excited about it. I mean, he got extremely excited about it. And he said, oh, come on, we got to give you a plug. So when he said that, he asked me for my URL. I gave him my URL. And 
because he he has a live audience of a ton of people, it sent so much traffic to my blog that it crashed my server every single time he mentioned the URL. <laughs> it was funny. So he mentioned the URL, it went down. And during the discussion, we we're like, um, uh, the site is down. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I, I just mentioned it. So a ton of people went there and it crashed your server. Now, funny thing is, while we were on a commercial break, I called my hosting company. I got them to upgrade it to a much stronger server. And I told him that, and he said, oh, well, let's see if we can crash it again. What's the URL? And I said the URL within seconds. It crashed the server again. It sent a ton of traffic, but it sent the traffic because I had something of value, and he saw that, and he loved that. Now, I don't want, you know... A ton of people to listen to this and say, I'm going to call the Leo Laporte show um, and and hopefully get a ton of traffic there. No, that's not the, the point. The point is someone that saw a ton of value in what I was doing and wanted to promote it. And he promoted it and it resulted in a ton of traffic. I think it went, you know, for the next few, actually since then, the traffic has been significantly higher than it had been in the past. Um, and before that, I was getting, you know, anywhere between 400 and 800 unique visitors um, per day. Um, after that, I started getting anywhere between a thousand and and two to three thousand unique visitors, and then other things have caused a lot of traffic to come, and um, everything just has just been building on each other. So that's one strategy that I use, um, and that's strategy number seven. Number eight, this will not seem like a traffic generation strategy, but it is. Once you have a blog, once you have an online presence, you want to make sure you're building a list. You want to make sure you have people opting in to um, saying, here's my email address. I want you to be in contact with me. And you can do that by providing some type of a valuable resource. I have uh, my PowerPoints and keynotes that people are able to download and my videos that they get access to um, via download if they sign up to my list. Now, I have a list of over 13,000 people. What that means is anytime I post something to my blog and I think it's valuable, I can send an email to my list and say, hey, come and check out this post. And what does that do? It brings instant traffic to my blog. Make sure you're building a list. If you're not building a list, start building a list now. I actually have a, a free course that I created. You can go to um, Email Marketing Setup. Is that it? Emailmarketingsetup.com. Uh, that should be it. Let me just make sure. Emailmarketingsetup. Yeah, there we go. Emailmarketingsetup.com. That will take you to the, my, my free videos on how to get your email list up and running. Um, so check that out. So that's strategy number eight. Strategy number nine. I entered some awards for my niche. There's one particular award called the EduBlog Award where you can get people to nominate, nominate your blog for an educational blog award in a number of different categories. When I saw that, I sent an email to my list saying, hey, um, if you're finding value in what I'm doing here at Interactive Biology, uh, you should consider nominating my blog for an award. Here is where you go to do it. So I got people to nominate. And then when it was time for the voting, I sent an email to my list. And since I had a bunch of people on my list, it was extremely easy to come in first place um, in the category that my blog was submitted for. So 
I, I, I basically used my list to win that competition, that award. And that brought exposure, it brought notoriety, and it brought traffic directly from winning that award. And I've, I've since done that with one other award. Um, I forgot the name of that award. But anyhow, winning awards that are prominent in your industry, in your niche, is a good way to get exposure and to get traffic. Since then, of course, that got in, that got my blog in front of a lot of people that are interested in educational bloggers and so on. And that has, that has continued to bring significant amount of traffic to my blog. And last but not least, strategy number 10, guest posting. Now, this is something that I did not in my niche. I have posted on the Entrepreneur's Journey blog about what I was doing at my biology blog. And you know what? It still drove a significant, it drove a lot of traffic. That traffic didn't stick, but some of that traffic did stick. And I, I, I still have people today that check out my blog as a result of some of the guest posts that I've done there and some of the posting that I've done on the Become a Blogger blog. Um, about what I'm doing over there. So it's not as relevant. And if you can find uh, blogs that are high traffic and directly related to your niche, that is going to bring even more traffic to your site. So to recap, all of the strategies, and these are really all of the strategies that I have used to bring traffic to my blog. Strategy number one, getting linked to from high traffic sites. Strategy number two, um, YouTube and, and the call to action, the link back to the blog. Strategy number three, posting in biology forums. Strategy number four, contacting a ton of sites, hoping that some of them will link back to you in the specific way that I did it. Um, strategy number five, I found biology and educational directories and submitted my blog to those directories. Strategy number six, I started a Facebook page and started posting regularly, engaging with the people there on a regular basis. Strategy number seven, I got featured on the Leo, Leo Laporte show and the, on the, um, the tech guy show. Strategy number eight, I built a list and I, I sent messages to that list to bring them back to my site. Strategy number nine, I entered relevant uh, award Award, um, I'm, I'm tempted to say award ceremonies, but award, whatever you call them, um, that were related to my niche. And strategy number 10, I guess posted on different blogs. Those are all of the things that I have done. Now, do you have to do all of these? Not necessarily. But you can think about what, what do you resonate the most with? What are the one or two strategies that you can start working on right now? And then start building on that. I didn't do all of these at one time. I started with some and I, then I continued by adding on. I got some help. I had my assistants do some of them so that it wasn't as overwhelming. So find one of these, work on it. Then find another one, work on that. And if you can think of other strategies, I want to hear about those strategies and you can leave that in the comments on this episode, becomeablogger.com slash episode 99. 99 already. That means the next one is 100. Exciting stuff. All right. So I, I, I said I had actually one more thing I want to mention before I go on to Scarlett's question. 
as you start to build, things aren't going to necessarily be, you know, 50, over 50,000 visits in one month. Um, but as you start to build momentum, it's going to get easier and easier. It's much easier now for me to get 50,000 unique visitors. I don't have to do anything to get 50,000 unique visitors. I have to do some work if I want to grow it, which is exactly what I want to do and what I will continue to do. But as you keep doing this over and over and building and adding value and connecting with others and all these different strategies that I went over, you're going to see that momentum is going to start taking over and that is going to make it easier and easier. So I hope that's encouraging to you. I hope you got a lot of value from that. I'm going to take Scarlett's question now. So take it away, Scarlett. Hi, Leslie. This is Scarlett with pain-babble.com, and I am having some issues with traffic. Um, in the beginning of January 2012, I started out with uh, 363 unique visitors at the end of that month, and then the end of December... 2012, I ended up with 769 unique visitors. So my traffic is growing, but not enough. I'm just really getting frustrated just because I'm trying so hard and I just don't, I just don't, I'm not seeing the traffic that I want. I have, um, well, my niche is kind of a, t- a tough one. I am in the niche of teens and that is, um, it's, it's kind of complicated. Um, but I'm just having some issues bringing them in. Um, I have a Facebook page that, um, I, I'm often on and I do, um, post to that or I, you know, I'll submit my list and stuff to that. I have a few, um, videos on YouTube, and what I'm finding difficult is actually finding websites that um, offer guest posting in in terms of in terms of teens. So it's difficult for me to go, and I've been googling and trying to find these different um, websites where I can guest post, and I'm really getting frustrated because I can find any. And I've been posting on forums, um, teen forums, and things like that that I found. I'm really just one um, that I've been posting to. But I'm just finding it really difficult to um, get traffic. My goal is to get at least 1,000 unique visitors um, in about three months. So I'm posting regularly and things like that. I'm just not seeing the results that I want. And with the help of become a blogger and uh, I am a member, just kind of going through and I'm, you know, trying to do everything, but I'm just not seeing the traffic results that I want. So I was just wondering if you had any suggestions. It's a really tough niche. So I'm just, I I really, I really need help. I'm trying to uh, really turn things around for 2013 and I just really need help with this. So just wondering if you uh, had any advice. Thanks a lot. Bye. 
Scarlett, thank you so much for calling in that question. And yes, I do have some advice. I am really glad that you called in that question because really and truly, I know that there are a lot of people, there's someone listening to this right now that ha- that isn't that exact situation. Um, you may be listening to this right now and you're thinking, yes, I have been working on my blog. I have been putting in the effort and, and doing some of these strategies maybe that I've even mentioned in this podcast. Um, and I, th- that is something that's very common. Now, I, I went to your website, your blog at teen-babble.com, and I'll include a link to that in the show notes. And I love the design. I mean, it's very simple. It looks fun. It looks like something that um, teens would get into. But I'm noticing a problem, and this is the problem. This is a problem that I see with a lot of bloggers. So, and I'm going to basically go through your site right now and give some advice. And this is my recommendations. And you can take them, and hopefully you do, and get some value from it. So I come to your site, and your site says teenbabble.com. Don't just give up on teen life. Survive it. And then I have I see a pop-up that comes up that tells me I can join uh, the mailing list, um, which is great. And it will show me how to juggle home, school, studies, and more. Uh, I'll get relationship advice. I learn about how to stay up on uh, my appearance, and it, I learn what other teens are going through. If I close that pop up, I see you have information on lifestyle, relationships, health, and appearance, family, education. Um, you have some videos. You have um, information about money and making money online. You have a podcast. You have all kinds of information. And this is something that I see very um, typically on a lot of blogs. My first recommendation to you, well, first of all, when I come there, I don't really know what you, what is the one thing I am going to get from this blog. It seems as if what you're trying to do is deal with all teen issues. And that is an attractive concept for someone that's a content creator and they really want to um, help teens or help who, if you're dealing with people that want to lose weight or you're dealing with people that are trying to make money online. It's great to be able to diversify, right? That's something that we're very excited about. However, what I'm, what I'm realizing is that in today's in today's blogosphere, you need to be more specific about what your niche is. So what I would recommend for you, Scarlett, is to narrow down your niche and decide what specifically you're going to be offering teams. Is it relationship advice for teens that are struggling with um, sexuality? Is it um, is, is it teaching teens, how to get along with their siblings, what specifically are you going to focus on? That would be my number one recommendation because if I am someone that is struggling with um, um, relationships and I come and I see that your blog has all kinds of stuff about relationships for teens, I am going to be more attracted to it because that is something I am struggling with right now. If I see there's um, um, uh, relationship stuff and then uh, making money stuff and I see that there's stuff about um, all these different aspects, I don't feel like it's for me. So my number one recommendation would be to narrow down your niche even more and be specific about who your target target audience is and what you're going to be teaching so that when I come to that site, I know 
this is a blog for me. This blog deals with exactly what I am struggling with right now. And once you've done that, it doesn't mean that you can't cover every anything else, but it means that that is your primary focus. And as you build and you get traction in that primary focus, you can then start thinking about expanding to include other topics. That is my number one recommendation for you. Narrow down your niche. Focus in on that one specific subset of your, the population that you are trying to reach. And by doing that, you can cater to them more. And when they do come to your site, they feel as if that site is all for them. So that's my number one recommendation. Of course, my other 10 recommendations would be the, the things that I went over in this episode. Um, so you can listen to that. I hope you got great value from that. So let me start my music here because that's pretty much it for this episode. I, I hope you guys got a ton of value from that. But not only that, I hope you will take action so that you can drive tons of traffic to your site over time, to your blog over time, and build your online business. If you take actions on any of these things, let me know. I'd love to hear from you and to see how it's working for you and to get your feedback. As usual, this episode is brought to you by my 10 free videos on how to become a blogger over at freebloggingvideos.com where you, you basically get to watch me as I show you step by step how to get your domain name, how to get your web host, install WordPress, optimize your settings, install plugins, set up FeedBurner, what FeedBurner even is, <laughs> and start creating content that can inspire others and even change the world. And hey, while you're at it, you can set the foundation for a successful online business. Get started today at freebloggingvideos.com. And if you have any blogging related questions, you can ask them right there in the free members area and you will get an answer directly from me, not from my assistant, not from Bob or Sue, or maybe you might get an, a response from Bob or Sue, but you will get input directly from me. Um, so that's pretty much it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, take care and God bless. Three, five, two, four, one, four.